time now to get to Ed Cummings, who's been kind enough to give us some time. Good morning, Ed. Morning, Anthony. Thanks so much for your time, as always. You're lining up today with a couple of runners at Rose Hill. Race two, horse number eight, Straight Acer. Comes up favourite here. Uh, didn't have the best of luck last time at Ranwick, Ed. Uh, what was Josh Parr's feedback? Got held up down the home straight. How much do you think that cost him, do you do you think? I think the barrier is probably what cost him the most, um, Anthony, and the fact that they seem to only go a reasonably steady gallop. So he reeled off some pretty smart sectionals. We know he's capable of that. Um, I think the step up to 1,500 is what he's after. Josh echoed the same thoughts after the race, uh, and that's where we find ourselves in a, you know, probably a similar um, kind of race to what he faced last start and uh, a better draw um, and, and, a, and a distance that should suit him really well. Yeah, we're just watching that replay for our Sky Thoroughbred Central viewers, and he, he did get held up. Only beaten about two and a half lengths, so it was perhaps a better run than what it looks on paper. Uh, from barrier number three, would you like to see him a few pairs closer today, Ed? I think naturally he should settle a bit closer, you know, midfield or thereabouts, but you know, there looks to be a bit of speed in that race. So, um, yeah, I suppose we'll just have to wait and see. That's the beauty of having, you know, a good draw and also Jason in the saddle. How do you map out his his program? He's only early on in his preparation with with a couple of runs. Um, just looking ahead, I, I noticed there's a, a race like the the Five Diamonds Prelude worth a million dollars, 1,500 metres at, at Ramwick. That sort of stands out on the calendar quite noticeably. What have you got in mind for him? Uh, it might stand out next year, mate. Mm. He's only four at the moment, so okay. that, and that's um, uh, restricted to five-year-olds. So, uh, look, he's four. So, so races like the Golden Eagle are the the they're the pie in the sky sort of dream races at the moment. But um, and so fifteen hundred Rose Hill today is you know really good experience for him if he if he's capable of going on to better things. Um, we've always felt like he had. Um, you know, good ability at the stable, mm. um, and and now it's just a matter of him trying to put a few a few races together. Uh, we think that he's primed up and, and ready to go today, and then you know where we get to next start, where whether we come back to fourteen with a little bit more time between runs, or or whether we try him at sixteen and see how he goes. You know, they're all they're all challenges he's yet to face, but um, I, I think he'll handle today uh, quite well and. And you know, look forward to having the problem of finding the next, the next best race for a next start. Yeah, good problem to have. There's plenty of options, as you as you quite rightly point out. What about Sunborn Ed Race Six Horse Number Seven for Karen McAvoy? She's come up about a fifteen, sixteen dollar chance. What have you made of her two runs back this prep? Well, I mean, hard not to be disappointed with how she went first up. We were all sort of scratching our heads, and um, I just remembered a bit of feedback we got from one of the riders last prep where she was just making a bit of a noise in the run and I wondered if perhaps something similar had happened and that's why we applied the tongue tie mm-hmm. I thought she improved a lot on top of a you know reasonably good tempo in that last run at, at Randwick where the swoopers got up um, up to 1400 suits tongue tie stays on she's drawn well again Karen stays on you know I, I they're all good signs in my book. She can sort of be midfield or even a touch closer if there's a lack of speed, mm-hmm. uh, which looks a possibility. Um, you know, and, and she's definitely a horse that's that's performed best when, you know, really held up and um, worked up to hit the line and sprint off the mark. So 
we, we get a lot of good conditions there today. Third up again, similar to last preparation where she was quite dominant at Canterbury. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, once again, you know, we've got a few favours today with barriers and, and horses sort of stepping up third up into the right types of races. Mm, that was my next point. She did win third up last preparation at, at Canterbury. Is she a, a gross mare? Does she show you at home that she needs a bit more racing as she's getting a bit older to hit a peak? Um, you know, like gross, it's a it's a good question. I don't know that necessarily that she's gross, but she finds things very, very easy. So, mm-hmm. you know, so, so getting a heart rate up is important to building that fitness base. And, right. and, 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 and because she finds things so easy at home um racing is typically the only thing that can really bring her on otherwise we'd probably only get three runs out of her in a preparation so mm. you know we're just taking that patient approach allowing her to come on with racing um and, and she seems to be getting better with each start she's got really good heavy track stats but you wouldn't say she's an out and out wet trekker would you because she's no you wouldn't well on, and, on the and, dry. and yeah and, and more than a few other jockeys would have said the same thing mm. um Hugh Bowman included i remember <laughs> you know, Huey telling us that we were sort of mad running at Warwick Farm one day, and she she ran third in a on the dry. Really, uh, it was a it was a heavy track, right? Um, at Warwick Farm a couple of preps ago, and anyway, she ran third and beat Huey home. So okay. they do get <laughs> it wrong. A, that was a satisfying moment. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but but look, I think you know with her, it's the ground is less important than her mentality. You know, she, if she's in the right frame of mind, it doesn't really matter what she goes over. Yeah, uh, she's she's always going to sprint well, so um, that's been the task ahead of us um, this preparation, and we feel like she's building towards that. All right, we're speaking with Ed Cummings. That's uh, Sunborn Race Six Horse Number Seven with Kieran McAvoy currently at sixteen dollars tab fixed odds. Before you go, Ed, a couple of your trialers last week. I saw Dewey's trial there at Warwick Farm. That was the first trial back. Were you happy with her? And will she need another one before she goes to the races? No, she's right to go. She's uh, just ticking over at home now, and she'll go to the wings next Saturday. Yep. Um, I I was happy, really happy with the trial. You know, her work in the lead up to the trial was quite good. Uh, we weren't out to do anything crazy in the trial, as as uh, has been, you know, our 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 process with her for the last few years. Um, but I was really pleased with the way she hit the line and worked to the line. Um, and and I think she's shaping up for a good prep. And what about Arts, who tried last week as well? Will she need another one, or is she ready? She'll definitely need another one. She'll go to Randwick next. Uh, Tuesday, yep, um, and just go over eight fifty on the course proper. Uh, I was really impressed with her trial. I thought she sprinted up really nicely, being back in the field and then having to come wide. It's always a little bit difficult when you're coming wide like that in those trials and then making ground. It's it really just depends on what the the leaders are keen to do and how much work they want to do. But I thought she was peeling ground off them really nicely um, over a distance that that shouldn't really be um, suitable for her. So. She's obviously come back with a bit more toe, a bit more strength, all the things you would expect to see for a horse having now its second preparation. And, you know, given she was able to win a group race at um, at her third start and and run fifth in a Group 1 Oaks um, uh, thereafter, you know, she's got the strength and ability to to go on and and do quite well this prep, I think. Am I right in saying I couldn't see her nominated for a a Caulfield Cup or anything like that? What have you got in mind for her? She's obviously an early four-year-old who performed quite well as a three-year-old. What's in mind for her then? Yeah, no, I just had a discussion with the ownership group uh, about the prospect of going to Melbourne and we we all agreed that it was probably unnecessary at this point in her life, you know. Mm -hmm. Once again, she's a four-year-old, so there are those great um, initiatives uh, from Racing New South Wales like the Silver Eagle, the Golden Eagle. Sure. Uh, we can just 
take our time. If she's good enough to win uh, a couple of races in the early part of her preparation, she might be a chance to run in an Epsom. You know, they're, they're all really good opportunities at distances, just short of her best. Um, or and, and who knows, they might turn out to be even better suited to her. Hmm. Um, but the options in Sydney and the prize money, it's sort of hard to justify paying two and a half grand at this point in time on, on a maybe. Fair enough. Good on you, Ed, as always. Thanks so much for your time. Best of luck with those two runners today at Rose Hill. We'll speak soon. Great. Thanks, Anthony.